This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Hello and welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host today, David Theobald III. I'm joined with a couple of uh, co-hosts. Super Vegan Brian is here. You know, I'm here. Yep. Hello, nurse. (laughs) I was waiting for it. And we're also joined by Hindu Anthony. I miss when Brian does the five, four, three, and David doesn't do that. But what's up, Buttercup? Wow, I just had the most serious deja vu right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's what happens when you forget to press the record button. <laughs> and, uh, and do five minutes of intro. And uh, <laughs> so today on their podcast radio we're gonna talk about ourselves a little help uh, our listeners and ourselves get to know the nerds a little better but first but first we're gonna play everyone's favorite game what's nerdy with you where the three of us share the nerdiest thing we've done the last few weeks and then vote using mike myler's patented widget system brought to you by nerdco brian you're so good at that and david you're doing fantastic i love you man <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Anthony, because you said that, you get to go first. What's nerdy with you, my friend? Okay, so the nerdiest thing with me is um, I went back to my very bad habit of playing Black Desert online. Um, That is a bad habit. Yeah, it's a very bad habit. Uh, But I haven't spent any money yet, which is great. I mean, that was why I stopped playing in the first place, because it's a Korean MMO, if you're not aware. And Korean MMOs are really notorious for um, being um, pay-to-win hot trash. (laughs) so but that's not the nerdy thing uh oddly enough the nerdy thing is so one of the cool things about video um is that it has a very really like very comprehensive um life skilling like part of the game um life skills kind of like uh like a world of warcraft person's version of like professions right so um there are people who hi oliver there are people who spend pretty much their entire time in this game not even playing like the combat stuff they'll just do life skill things right so uh well it makes a lot of money and it has its own like side gameplay to it that's actually very fun like i know it's kind of hard to imagine especially like as a wow player being like wait all you do is do professions it's a game that turns you into an npc I get it. Yeah. But um, kind of, yeah, almost. <laughs> but this game actually has, like, honestly, of any MMO, it has the best, um, like, profession life skill system I've, I've ever seen of any game. Um, so I, on my life skill alt, what I do is I do cooking. Um, I cook very fancy meals. I put them in a thing called a guru box. And then I sell those boxes to an imperial trader. And then they give me lots of monies. Uh <laughs> 
And so I was doing spreadsheets this week to figure out the most efficient way to do things. Wow, that's nerdy. Um, <laughs> so what I'm making are these things called balanos meals. They take stir fried vegetables, meat croquet, um, fried fish steak, cheesy El Gratin, and beer. And I need to make something like close to, I think, about 70000 a week. Wow. To make, sure, to make sure I hit the daily quota. So you've literally started a small business in a video game. Yes. Awesome. Do players and, buy what you've made? The Not for the boxes. No, these just get sold to NPCs, but they can buy what I made. And actually, I have to, I buy a lot of things from players to make sure I do it because there are certain ingredients in the game that are very hard to get. Like, oddly enough, milk is very difficult to get in this game. There's really not very many people like hanging out with cows. Well, there's really only one way to get milk, and it's by doing like a, a cow milking minigame. Yes, there's a minigame to milk cows. But the minigame, um, if you takes energy, and you also need energy to do other things like slaughter animals for meat, tend to the crops on the farm. Yes, I have a farm. Uh, <laughs> and so your energy has to be spread around like you have to like manage your energy. Um, that's another way that they get you to spend money. So I can't spend all my time milking cows. So I have to put in a lot of buy orders at the market from other people who spend their time milking cows. Oh, that's interesting. So I have constant buy orders up for for milk, just loads of orders all the time up for milk. And are the things you sell things that somebody could just pay money for with cash? No, no, you can't just pay money for like, oh, okay. the things you make in game. Though people, though people will, um, so there's not a way to directly buy things for cash in this game. What you can do is you can buy things that you can then sell on the market for money. The most common thing people will do is they'll buy um, costume. They'll buy, um, uh, what's it called? Like, um, like outfits for characters. They'll buy those and then they sell those on the market because people break those down for things called cron stones, which are materials used in in enhancing gear. That is uh, a deep insight into the inner workings of this video game that I'm sure not very many of us have heard of. It's it's something that I've struggled with for a while. I've never understood why people pay money for cosmetic things in a video game, but maybe it's a cultural thing. Cause I, like I used to play Heroes of the Storm and yeah. you can spend like 10, 15 bucks on skins but you don't have like, to. You can earn them if you just play the game enough. Not that game. Well, yeah, at the time I, I play, played it, you couldn't. I play Heroes of the Storm currently. Any, yeah, at, sk any skin that's available, you could buy with in-game currency. Yeah, at the time I played it, you could only buy them with money. Well, they have that's sent, neat. They have since changed that business model that's because neat. that was deemed as uh, <laughs> not good. I um I I don't actually mind the whole um paying for cosmetics. I think that's way less egregious than like what other games do. Um, like I was just watching videos this week about what um fucking what's it called uh Diablo Immortals is doing. Oh my god, is that game got some really horrendous monetization going on? Holy shit! Oh, did you watch Asma Gold's video on that? No, I watched. Well, yes, but I watched the original video too. Like <laughs> I gave the original uh um uh was it like uh Jafer De Hayes. Mm. Oh my god, it's so bad. I've never actually seen a game with like that like monetization that bad. But we'll get into that later. Yep. Brian, what's nerdy with you? 
Um, well, you know, since we're talking about getting to know you, and I didn't really do much leisure stuff this week other than watch TV and play video games, um, I and I didn't play anything new. So um, at work, I did some interesting stuff. I um, have been working on a Windows update server for a while, and I spent this week researching how to limit memory usage of Microsoft SQL and... Um, and um, um, WSUS, which is the Windows Update Service. Um, I had to do a lot of stuff with commands, and I had to install a bunch of unique commands, and then I had to learn whole coding things. I, I actually think the most interesting thing I did this week at work was we had a coding problem where some people, when trying to edit the web page, couldn't, because when you clicked on the edit thing, it would just turn white and not let you edit. And I ended up figuring out that there was a piece of vendor's code, and it was the code that's used to um, send data from the bots to Google and SEO type stuff, uh, search engine optimization. So um, it was just code syntax. There was a piece in their code that was incompatible with their with the editing page, and it broke it. And I was very proud of myself because I went through a very detailed debugging process. And I'm not a coder, but I've always been good at debugging code even though i can't write it for the life of me so i it's i enjoyed that cool, a lot actually. um but there wasn't much this week as far as delving into my obsessive interests as much as delving into my obsessive interest that is tech related to work um it's not no, fair that you have this super nerdy job and say so no matter what you always have your job to fall back on uh, yeah it at least he's got a super nerdy job he can actually talk about yeah, well, I'm oh, I'm yeah. using That's vague right, language David. on purpose, like oh I know, I, but um <laughs> the you know right now uh, a lot of companies are being attacked by ransomware. Yep. I mean, I've counted six that I know of in Portland so far just in the past few months, and I mean a couple of them even affected us. Um, so you know we've been doing a lot of stuff with cybersecurity so windows update server is important and we're we're doing things with multi-factor authentication we're also doing things with physical security we're doing like id checks and stuff like that which has been yeah, pretty I, interesting i saw an episode of uh last week tonight with john oliver talking about the ransomware stuff and that stuff is pretty scary actually it it is and i you know the big thing is i don't think we're too far off from it happening to individuals Oh, it already is happening. So um, one of the examples he was talking about is um, there has been cases of people with their like child over um, getting their like, so this is going to get a little awkward, but um, people getting their like their, um, what is it like their um, remote sex toys being taken over by ransomware people. <laughs> So, so like the ransom people would be like, "Hey, I'm not gonna let you um, remove your butt plug unless you pay me money." <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, people people are already getting attacked from them. You know, <laughs> you could just go to the hospital at that point. I mean, as far as creative attacks. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you can just go to the hospital. <laughs> well, 
Oh my well, god. I guess they make It's not you like think... it has a mode that they can take over that can drill through <sighs> your body and kill you. Well, no, they have so they have these ones that are like meant for like BDSM things where basically you can't like Yeah, lock. I guess it like locks, right? And so they control the locking mechanism. So you're right, they can't drill into your body to kill if, you, but they can stop you from pooping all day. If you don't pay us, we're you're gonna be embarrassed when you go to a locksmith and ask him to take it out of your ass. Yeah, I mean, good point, right? I'd rather <laughs> go to the doctor than pay them like ten thousand dollars. I'd be like, yeah. whatever. Uh, just brings me back to memories of uh, uh, Robin Hood men in tights and call a locksmith. Right, I'd rather just I, go to the doctor and be like, hey, I'm into some weird kinky stuff. Somebody took over my butt plug. Please remove it. I've heard horror stories about hackers taking over people's smart appliances and then using the control of their house environment to basically terrorize them over long periods of time. Yeah. But very rare instances. I... What I think is, I think the scary one, and this is like doom prophesying type stuff is, somebody gets ransomware and it says, you can't access your data, we have your compromising personal stuff. Um, oh yeah, that would be horrifying. If, um, we'll, we'll, we'll only unlock it if you murder this person, Ooh. rather than pay us money. There was a uh, th there was a movie that came out about this several years ago. I forget the name of it, but basically a UI a, a, an AI was using blackmail and other nefarious things to get people to do things for it to further a goal. There was um there was a Black Mirror episode similar to it where they were hacking into people's computers and getting um getting stuff that those people didn't want them to share and then making them do horrible things mm -hmm. to um, get them to not share the information. But in that particular thing, the people that they were blackmailing were awful people that did awful things. Um, well, actually, one of the things uh, John Arvo talked about in that episode was um, this one's a really sad one. This isn't like some silly like sexy one. Um, so there was this old lady i guess the the like hackers got into her computer and were holding her the pictures of her family ransom um so she couldn't access the pictures of her grandkids and stuff oh um, no and the part that this part got a little funny so basically like they had a teacher had to use cryptocurrency because they only work in cryptocurrency and so one of the things she was saying because uh like the news people were interviewing after she was like they were like evil bastards for doing this to me but she's like i gotta say Best customer customer service I've ever had. <laughs> like apparently their customer service was like as funny as that sounds was very good. Like they were very helpful and explained to her how technology works and how to do crypto. Did they share any specific information about the hackers, like where they were? Um, I don't know. I, I could link you the like episode. Yeah, send it to me off the call. Anyway, David, what was dirty with you? Well, a couple of things. Um, I started playing a new video game that just came out. Uh, <clears throat> the Aristocrats developed uh, Starship Troopers Terran Command, which is Ooh. an RTS based in the Starship Troopers universe. It's... There's an RTS based in the Starship yes! Troopers universe? Oh, it's good. What the I've played fuck? like the first third of it so far. It's really good. Can you play as the bugs? I won't play as the bugs. I haven't been able to yet. Take the, yeah, the, the main storyline so far is focused on the mobile infantry. Right. I won't play as the bugs because they're uh, they're technically I, the, I the good guys. I don't really. Yes, they, yeah, are. they are. Did you they're not play the good to guys? The original movie? You're, because the, the original because movie the humans... is a satirical. Uh, never mind. Okay. 
original, yes, the because the humans are fa- supposed to be fascists, right? Right, and they, the original, they are. Yes, the I, original is a satire on fascism, but the original book is not a, a satire on fascism. It's just flat out fascist propaganda. Yeah, like agreed. yeah, the Highland yeah, was the, definitely into into that. Yeah, the the author was a fascist. Yes, I don't know if necessarily he was a fa- oh, he definitely had he fascist ideas. Def- he was definitely a fascist. Eh, okay. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yep. So uh, uh, the other thing I did, I I replaced my laptop that got stolen in January. Ooh. So I went to the Micro Center and oh, bought, a, bought a new one. Finally. Good. You know, five months later, hey, finally All replaced right. it. Anthony and I are with you today, so you know what's going to happen. Show us the stats. Oh God. Oh. What, well, you can just tell us. <laughs> Uh, you know, I could. I, let me look it up real quick. I don't off the top of my head, it was he just. Doesn't that, know what he has. It, it was a refurbished thing. I wasn't. I did. I, it's a glorified PDF reader. Uh, oh, okay. Let me, let me look okay. it up one second. So oh, that's was, even more I was, entertaining. I was unprepared. Uh, Micro Center. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, Anthony. We, we know it's a glorified peer. Well, he's looking for. Well, it. We're gonna like, guess. We're gonna guess. Oh yeah, please. By all so means. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go i3 and um. It's um, 13 inch and <laughs> it does have Windows 11 um, and it came with like LibreOffice. It didn't come with like any Microsoft stuff. Anthony, your turn. Wow. Guess the stats. Oh my God. My kid is so loud right now. Sorry. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely, it's probably definitely because it's a pre-made laptop. It's definitely going to be like, um, like some kind of like i3 or something like that. I agree because I mean. That's, and the only reason I, mean, I said i3 is because I don't know AMD processors. <laughs> well, no, most pre-made laptops that are like meant for like office work like that are made with Intel. You don't get into like pre-made like computers with AMD until you get into like um, enthusiasts and gaming stuff. So, so we have some is, AMD like, at work. Yeah, we have some AMD. It just depends really? on what you're. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Shocking. Anytime I see any pre-mades with AMD, it's always like an enthusiast like pre-made like gaming computer. Okay. Well, I mean, all laptops are pre-made. Okay. Good point. Are, are are you ready, kids? Yeah. All right. Uh, the correct response is I I Captain. But anyways, uh, the uh, the so it it was a refurbished machine. It's running a Intel Core i7 11th Gen. Oh. Uh, I got 16 I7, gigs of DDR4 RAM, a 512 solid state internal graphics, Windows 11. It's a and it's a 17 inch laptop. How much did you spend on that? If you don't mind, uh, six hundred and forty-nine ninety. Wow, that's really good. It's re- it's yeah, it's re- it, it was it was refurbished. Yeah, yeah, refurbished. Just sometimes no, main open box. I have no problem with it, but that's why it was so cheap. <laughs> um, gotta love Micro Center. Did you do the normal like the diagnostic stuff? Yeah, I opened it up. I basically reinstalled Windows the first thing. Cool. Because you know you never just run with what they give you. You always re- you always re- reflash the reflash the OS right. install. <laughs> does the webcam work? Yes, it does. Oh, cool. A lot of times those refurbished ones come with a disconnected webcam. Oh, uh, it said it, it. I didn't actually look at it. I did look at under the device settings and it said that it was active. So, well, OK, cool. Yeah, I have, I to... have like I have one that I got refurbished that the the webcam is disconnected inside the case. Oh, okay. it, because um, it's an HP in that particular model of HP. Actually, a bunch of models of HP are very prone to having that particular connection oh, break. Then uh, this is an HP, so I will probably not have a webcam on it then, even though it said it was active in the device manager. You never know. 
Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Oh, I haven't actually tried it. I have that's... an Asus laptop. That's what I do on the podcast. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's that's um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that's how I uh got my motherboard. Was I got like an open box one at um at um Micro Center also. Nice. A very nice motherboard, but because it was open box, it was only like it was only like uh seventy five dollars when it should have been like hundred and fifty or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, I was looking at another one at Costco that was like five hundred and fifty, but it only had it had half as much RAM and half as big of an SSD. And a lot of the reviews I read said that people were having issues with the screens. I was so, so confused for a second because I was talking about my motherboard and, and you're like, I was looking at another one that's 550 and I was for a second like, a motherboard for $550? What no, no, kind of no, no, bullshit those, are you doing? And I was like, oh, you're talking about laptops. Those exist, but yes. <laughs> I don't know. I bought boards for like 1200 for work. Yeah, boards yeah. could be... They, I mean, they work. were... They were freaking Xeon server boards, but well, yeah, server boards. But I'm I'm talking just standard, even the even the the mega ATX boards. Oh, you yeah, and you can get the boards with the really cool features that you never oh, yeah. see. You can get well, the ones with the designs on them and with the, board, all the, the, with the boards that have freaking LE LCD readouts on them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, mine mine has a mine has like a special Asus screen that like um glows lights and it. Yeah, like the rainbow color. A um, lot of the, the RGB color. The a lot of the RGB motherboards are really, really expensive. Mm. Go right. on, Anthony. Sorry for interrupting. The reason the reason why I got this one uh, was one. It is a good motherboard. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a really good motherboard. It has a lot of really great features. I love. But um, also, it um, is one of the ones that you can get a full uh, motherboard monoblock for liquid cooling um, at EKW. So I plan on taking off the heat sinks on it in the future and not just cooling the CPU, but also cooling the, uh, the fucking, what are those called? The, the little uh, volt switches around the CPU. Nice. So that'll be very fun. Very cool. Very cool. Well, now, alas, it is time for us to vote, finally. You know how to wait how to waste 25 minutes we didn't well, waste to, any time at all i know well, to be fair this is getting to know us so i like, know I, I, yeah. I i'm perfectly okay you know i'm not hosting so it you was know, meant to be away. a joke jesus uh, anthony you have three you have four widgets what you're doing a good job david I believe you, David. You're amazing. I love you. <laughs> I often forget how hard it is to host when you haven't done it like in a while. It it's nerve wracking. So Vote, I, voting, Anthony. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. So I got three. Hmm. Four. Hmm. There are four, three of us. Four. Okay. Oh uh, well, I can't count. Um. Okay. I think I will give three to Brian because uh, code stuff is pretty fucking nerdy. Yeah. And I'll is. give one to David. Oh, thank you. I do like it, David. It's pretty cool. Code stuff is pretty fucking nerdy, though. I am going to far nerdier than buying a computer. I agree. Yeah, I'm gonna give. You know, out of the three of these, I think the nerdiest one is actually dedicating time to a pay-to-win trash game. So, David, Anthony, you get four because I think that's the definition of nerdy Mm -hmm. is obsessing over something like that so if i've done my math right anthony has four you have three and i have one wow that's so i'm gonna impressive. give so i'm gonna give myself three because i'm a terrible person i'm gonna give brian nice. one so it's a three-way tie and everybody oh! wins. yay you're the worst you're the worst and 
but I like it. I like it. And I want to give my negative widget to myself. So you guys win. Can I you, give you, another you, secret you, positive widget to make you, it a tie again? You heard it here first. Brian hates himself. <laughs> um, Brian, you should really go see a therapist about that. You really should. Um, <laughs> speaking. Oh, no, I'm going to save that for the bonus episode. There. Yeah. So I, I will be I will remind myself. Um, oh, you excuse remind me. Yourself go to ahead, David, because I'm going to start coughing. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right. Time for topic. We're, uh, you know, getting to know the nerds. We've been doing this for a number of years now and a couple hundred episodes. And we haven't, I mean, yes, we've talked a lot about our ourselves and our hobbies and things we like, but there are a lot of things that we don't ever talk about. And some things you haven't heard, some things you probably have. So we're going to go a little bit deeper and ask ourselves some uh, some questions about uh life and stuff and we're gonna go a little deeper yeah right. we're gonna go a little deeper you know go a little deeper. oh are you getting hit deeper. by ransomware go go a little deeper <laughs> nice it, are oh, the hackers going deeper good callback uh. good callback <laughs> yeah david said we're going deeper you know that's what she said <laughs> i hate you that's what so the hackers right said <laughs> yeah <sighs> please go deeper daddy i think <laughs> that being a co-host increases sarcasm and being a host increases frustration <laughs> definitely because i feel definitely. really relaxed <laughs> and just uh, having a blast right now yeah it's so much easier when you don't have to try to run this bad boy all uh, right i have uh, to say we need I, to do this rotation now yes so i'm very everyone's I'm very gonna worried. record i'm very worried that one day like when i'm actually up there and i can start recording and i start hosting that i'm not gonna be all like like you guys and then the whole thing will just be a giant shit show because then we'll we won't have the straight man and everybody will just be the joking character and that will be a problem we've done that i mean we've had mikey you and me on when it was mikey you and me there were episodes with no straight man yeah but i mean i would argue that like having the one straight man is like that's really necessary for a good comedy and i mean if you know if we do the that next episode we have planned and nobody shows up except for you and drag pool then there's no straight man <laughs> oh my god that's amazing i love that brian so much well i mean considering brian's technically the only straight so man good. here yeah <laughs> wait what david that's you, true you heard me yeah oh man we will we're go into to, detail on that we're getting to learn episode. david <laughs> Anyways, um, so I'm going to ask, I go me, then Erica, who's not here. So I'm going to assume Erica is uh, Anthony in this situation. Yeah, I didn't update the round robin. All right, that's fine. Um, Anthony. I, 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 I think you're supposed to be last, so. I don't care. I'm going first. All Anthony, right, good. You're um, in control. What were you obsessed with as a kid? Bugs. Yeah, ask anyone. They'll tell you bugs. I was obsessed with insects, bugs. Even like, when I was a little, hmm? No, I was gonna say like the transformers that turned into bugs. Nope, nope. Like okay, the little creepy crawly insects. Oh, in got right, right, right. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. What's the scientist called that you wanted to be? Um, ever since I was a little kid, I would always say I want to be a bug scientist. I didn't know what the name of that. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know what the name of it was at first, so I would just tell people bug scientist. And uh, now as an adult, I know it's an entomologist. I picture a fly in a lab coat. <laughs> pretty funny actually um yeah no i was obsessed with insects let's see i had a pet black widow at one time i used to go and dig into the you know those large red ant wait nests? you had a pet black widow yeah i had a black widow in like a little like like bug carrier and i would like feed it bugs yeah i had a pet black widow 
Wow. All right. Yeah, living, no, dangerous, um, living dangerously. Oh, <laughs> they're yeah, not no. that bad. I mean, they would have killed Anthony because he was a child, but they, they're, you know. Well, yes, uh, yes they, they were a child at the time. They and they don't bite very often. People, people are always so scared of spiders, but spiders rarely bite. I know they see the red thing on the back and just start going. Right, crazy. they freak out. But yeah, spiders rarely bite, and they really don't want to waste their poison on you because they need it for their prey, and they know that their poison probably isn't going to kill you. Have I ever told my Black Widow story on the podcast? No, you not haven't. that I know of. By all means, bonus episode, I think. Oh really? no, it's getting to know you. I should you, probably tell it, huh? Yes, tell you it. Keep you keep adding more things to the bonus episode. There won't be time to go through all these. That's ones. true, and I mean, David's keeping time, and it's hard to keep time. So we might end up with a five-minute bonus episode. Um, and we started late, and we had technical difficulties. So um, tell, tell the damn story, Brad. All right. So I went to a show at a bar, and I went with a friend. My boss had told me about a kind of Long Island iced tea that she had had called a platinum iced tea. And it's it's a Long Island iced tea with Grand Marnier. Ooh. I wanted to try it. That sounds pretty cool. So I went with a friend. I got my friend one of those. I had one. And I was drinking my drink. And I had to use bathroom. And the bathroom was closed. So I had to pee behind the bar. Okay. As you do. As so you I do. come back, grab my drink, take a sip of my drink. And then I teleport to the front of the bar. Okay, nice. I see. Yes. Yeah, nice. I'm standing there going, what the fuck? <laughs> and people are going, Brian, what what are you what do you say? What are you talking about? And I'm like, I was just in the bar. This is fucking weird. And then I'm in the back <laughs> of the bar. And I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. It happens a couple times. And then all of a sudden I'm laying down on a table behind the bar. With the bar, with the owner of the bar shaking me, going, "Dude, you have to go." Huh. And then my brother and Milton show up and are like, "I can't believe you got so drunk. You passed out behind the bar." And I'm like, "I only had one drink." And they're like, "Yeah, right." And put me in the bar, put me in the car, uh-huh. get me home. Waiting for the black widow to show up. I wake up in the morning and I feel like crap. Yeah, I go in the bathroom, take a shower. I take off my shirt and I have this like bite with little oh. black veins coming out of it. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh so no. I've always assumed black widow, but it might have been anything poisonous. Yeah. Something I went poisonous to behind bit the bar you <laughs> and got bit by something. And then passed out. <laughs> but yeah, from my perspective. That's crazy. It felt like teleporting around, but really I was blacking out. That's crazy. I'm it's a miracle that I, I I'm glad you're okay. Never went to the doctor. Wow. Brian Luck really <laughs> it was in not, my 20s. not a smart idea. <laughs> it was in my twenties. You know, there were lots of things like that. I never went to the doctor. I mean the the oh. it didn't scar or anything. It faded. I think it was gone in a couple of days, but it was all crazy like movie effects looking. It like had these like black oh. vein lines coming away from the bite, like I was being infected by something alien. I was about just, to say, maybe you got bit by a demon. Jesus. <laughs> I've just been handed this from legal. Uh, here at Nerd Podcast Radio, we highly suggest that, and we recommend that anybody that is bit by anything should seek proper medical attention. Yeah, don't try this yeah. at home. If you get bit by a spider behind a bar, you won't get superpowers that let you teleport. That is not what that story no. implies. No. Hashtag, hashtag not medical advice. <laughs> yes. Hashtag go see a doctor. Uh, awesome, Brian. That, uh, same same question. Now let's, let's go. Let's go around the horn with this one. What were you obsessed with as a kid? Oh, how old? Just kid. 
There's like a whole bunch. Five. Five. Oh, God. I don't know. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, you know, when I was five, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with the Thundercats. Oh, there you go. Um, And I think when I was eight, what grade is eight? Uh, eight would be third grade. Third grade. Third grade was a bad year for me, so I'm going to skip to fourth. When I was in fourth grade, I was obsessed with Roald Dahl. Okay. Because my fourth grade teacher read The Witches, and I thought The Witches was like, it felt like something that shouldn't be read to kids. And it was so no dark that is. and so crazy. Oh, so oh, you don't know what is... The Witches is? No idea. Okay, so The Witches is a book by Roald Dahl, the guy who wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And it's about this kid that was raised by his grandmother after his parents died. And they go to a um, holiday at hotel for like the week. And um, there's a convention there of women who end up being witches that are trying to turn all the children into world in, into mice. It almost sounds like Hocus Pocus. It it, yeah. Almost. <laughs> and it does sound yeah. like focus. Yeah, um, I agree. <laughs> the witches don't have hair and they don't have toes and they like rip masks off and look really <laughs> hideous. And there's a movie and the movie is. Yeah. Oh, who played the witch in the movie? There's actually two. There, Was it made in the 80s or 70s? A remake came out recently. Oh, interesting. Um, the um, Who's the Les Miserables, A Devil Wears Prada, Anne Hathaway? She plays the the queen witch in the movie. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Um, but the the nineteen ninety one. I read the book in fourth grade, which was before nineteen ninety. But excuse me. Yeah, it would have been nineteen eighty eight. Okay. Um, but the the um the queen witch in the movie is Angelica Houston. I think I might have seen this movie. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people have. It was a bit of a. It was like sort of like the dark movies kids grew up seeing type of okay, thing okay but the the special effects are all practical and it's kind of crazy nice um, lots of kids that are turned into mice running around the hotel and talking and trying to stop the witches um the i guess the sequel is the same kind of thing um but um bad reviews people hated it people hated <laughs> the reboot yeah Rob Ball has a uh a who uh checkered uh story behind his life it's it's interesting to read about yeah i, I mean let me go through it because when i was that old i was really obsessed with Roald doll i read Char- uh, charlie and the great glass elevator after i mm-hmm. read charlie and the chocolate factory I read as you should have peach um i well, i love james and the giant peach uh my favorite like like child author was dean Koontz. i really like dean Koontz. for a child that author? explains so much would Jesus you read hideaway right well not like a child but like junior high did you read hideaway no i didn't read that one okay that's the only one i've read i mean i grew up with uh, i grew up with the ninja turtles at that age i was all about the ninja turtles and then power rangers came out and i became obsessed with power rangers I was obsessed with Power with Ninja Turtles when I was like five or six. Yeah, I guess the stories I really did like when I was a kid was Goosebumps. I read a lot of Goosebumps. Yeah, I didn't read. Uh, I didn't read Goosebumps. I I was my mom was always part of the Scholastic Book Fair at the schools I went to. My mom always tried to be involved. She was in the PTA. She was in. She always did stuff at the schools, so she helped run the Scholastic Book Fairs 
that would always come in. You know, the book fair. Everyone loves the book fair. We were we were that poor family that couldn't afford shit at the book fair. Oh, uh, see, we were the family that would buy you a book because you couldn't afford one. But um, I got heavily into uh, the Animorphs series. David, I appreciate Ooh. your family. You guys are the best. <laughs> I like our age difference because you get the books that are really popular, like right after me. Yeah. My Scholastic book that I remember the most is Jurassic Park was a Scholastic book. Mm, yeah, well, I actually think I still have the Scholastic copy of it somewhere. <laughs> and I, I remember, have that book, too. I remember ordering it from the Scholastic catalog mm -hmm. because um, it didn't look like it belonged there. It looked it was like that's weird it's a white book with a skeleton with a t-rex skeleton on it yeah what yeah. could that possibly be about yeah well the movie was coming out and they tried to tie it into everything <laughs> i mean i, I mean, think i would have been in like fourth or fifth grade when i read it which Crichton's means Crichton's a good writer and there really wasn't anything besides the violence there wasn't anything over the top in it it wasn't like overly sexual or anything when you think of violence in it What's the thing that pops into your head? Yeah, the guy getting eaten by a T-Rex. I mean, yeah, the, the, the intestines pouring out of his stomach and yeah. him like trying to push them back in. Yeah, it's a bit graphic. I'll give you that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the movie was only PG-13. <laughs> the movie wasn't rated R. <laughs> you know, it's pretty crazy the like movies that we consider rated R in America, but like other countries would consider PG-13 and, and vice versa. Well, so, like if there's any like, kind of, of the, nudity, we're, we're like, the, yeah, we're oh. one of the strictest countries when it comes to nudity. So, so remind but, like, me when you guys were born. I was born in 86. 89. Yeah, okay. he's as old as my sister. Or she's so, uh, they're as old as my sister is. Everything I talked about Thanks, was David. before Anthony was born. Yeah. I when I was like five, Ninja Turtles was a big deal. I saw it when it was piloted. I was but, born the year it was piloted. Nineteen eighty six. Before <laughs> that, my parents took me to to New York and ah. we walked through a comic book store for the first time. Nice. And I was like, what the heck is that? And it was Ninja Turtles posters. That was also how I was introduced to Silver Surfer because I got interested in the Silver Surfer based on a poster. Mm. See, I watched the cartoons growing up as kids because they were all about that. And then the Nintendo game, my, my friend down the street had a Nintendo and we tried to play that goddamn game for months. We oh, me get, too. We couldn't get past the fucking damn level. The um, <laughs> the underwater level? Yeah, none of us could get With past Donatello? it. With Donatello? Yeah, none of us could get impossible. past it. impossible? Yes. We played that game for like six straight months every, day, every turned, day, and none of us it, could get past that level. It's turned into a streaming phenomenon because people play it all the time trying to beat it's it. It's fucking impossible? Yeah. You have I to have the hand-eye coordination it. of a god and or use save states. Do you, know why? Do you know why they made those games so hard? Because they didn't have anyone telling them no um a large part of it was because they well one no one was telling them don't don't do that but also another part of it was um the games were pretty like if if you were actually able to beat them they were pretty short so they had to figure out a way to like um to yeah. artificially inf inflate the the time um the amount of time you spent on the game and they did that by making them extremely difficult well, yeah, but the reason they were short was due to limitations on storage space due to the medium at the time. No, no, yes. I know why. They, no, I know why they were short. I'm just explaining <laughs> that because they were short. They had to make them very hard so that you didn't just finish the game in like 30 minutes. See, Nintendo introduced me to like story-based games like Mario, where it's like you have this linear progression. Mm -hmm. But before then, when I was little, I played Atari 2600. Yeah, almost all the games were just like you're in. Go digital pinball. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're 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 on a there's a badly pixelated a, thing that yeah, you can't tell a, apart from the other things. Pills. The it, Joust was my favorite. Joust and um, Submariner were my favorite games. If you didn't read the booklet that came with it, you could, could barely play the game. Yeah. So a lot of times <laughs> buying games secondhanded from people, they don't have the booklets, and it makes playing the game actually impossible unless you look oh up the, actually how to play them. And then, and then those booklets would have like the story of the game. Exactly. You'd actually get, you know, several pages of the backstory and the lore. And, you know, that's, that's what made it all the good shit. Like the first Ultima game was text-based and you had books and it would tell you to look up entries and that would tell you the lore and that would tell you descriptions of things. And like, um, so Mario two in the little booklet, there's mm-hmm. like a really funny thing in there. Well, fu- not funny, but uh, it's very interesting. So have you guys played Mario two? Oh, that's the one that uh, you throw vegetables. Yes. yes yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. The so, peach is the best in that game. She's got right. the highest jump. So the first boss you fight, Birdo. Yeah. Um, according to the booklet, Birdo is trans. Interesting. So in the thing, they say uh, Birdo is a is a is a character, and and the little booklet like Flau says like he's a boy who thinks and likes to act um, dress like a girl. And I was like, holy shit, Birdo is trans. Yeah. And it also says in the booklet, it's like Birdo prefers to be called Birdette. Yeah, yeah. Gotta love the Japanese. Birdo's trans. The Japanese are different in a different world with their acceptance of things. And it's both, I mean, there are times when it's refreshing and there are times when it's horrifying. David, uh, what was your thing when you were a kid? Okay, your turn. Like I said, my big one was Ninja Turtles, and then Power Rangers became a thing, and then I read Animorphs. I got really into Animorphs. And, yeah, Animorphs. Oh, yeah. I, I read all of those books, all 70 of them or whatever it ended up being. I only oh. read one. Really? Oh, that's unfortunate. There, it's actually a really, it was actually a really good series. I read the one where it was like the before story of like the... the Oh, the Andalites and the... Yeah. Fighting right, the, right, fighting right. the right yeah i read that one story where it was like i, I guess the weird centaur scorpion people i don't know what yeah the andiolites called. they're and called the, the andiolites what and is the, this and the i'm blue, discussing animorphs lore with anthony because they the read blue, one of the books and the blue people were like i don't know grouping up or something to fight the evil slug monsters yes yeah. the yurks yeah there you go what you said. Yep, I only read the one book. I don't remember any of the names of these things. Oh, well, if you'd like to read them, I have most of them. <laughs> um, I can't read. That's unfortunate. I wish the they came out when I was a kid because they always seemed really cool, but I was past them at that point. They did do a TV show on Nickelodeon that went like 10 or 12 episodes and then it got canceled. But Oh, speaking of not being able to read, I, I learned something pretty cool um, a little bit ago. Um, so the a big reason why I'm having a hard time reading is because I'm pretty sure it's ADHD. My brain like cannot process like sentences anymore. Okay. <laughs> so like I'll read a thing and my brain goes, Nope, nope, we didn't comprehend anything we just read. Do it again. And I'm very sorry I'll, to hear that. I'm and then I'll read it again. Hmm, and then my brain goes and my brain goes, Nope, nope, we still didn't take in any information. Read it again, read it again. And like so it can take me up to upwards of like a half an hour to read a page. That's unfortunate. Anthony, if you want to talk about ADHD with me, feel free to 
give me a call sometime. I, I know I need to get diagnosed. Oh, actually, I'm working on that with a psychiatrist. But I got uh, diagnosed at the regular doctor. I didn't even go to a psychiatrist. I just went to the doctor and got evaluated, and they gave me pills. Interesting. Hmm. Um. Well, the reason why I'm I'm dealing with the psych is because I have other things to work on, and so she's yeah. going through a process of like dealing with other things first to make sure all the medications played nice with each other. Yeah um so but the thing i've learned very interesting is i saw this thing online it was like a this new way of writing text that they think will help people with these issues and and what i was reading what i was reading online did help actually where they like they bolden random letters and basically the way um since the letters go from like randomly being lowercase to randomly being uppercase it it does something to your brain to make you kind of like focus more on the wording and it helps you with um, um, like processing the information. And it it was working for me. That's cool. That's I, very, very interesting. That's cool. I, I wasn't aware of that at all. Yeah. If, you, if you have any information on it, feel free to send it. I'd, I'd be interested in that. I, I have had the same problem in the past. On occasion, if I find myself drifting, I have to go back and read it out loud before I can start reading in my head again. Yeah, it's 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 annoying. It, it's pretty it's pretty upsetting, uh, okay. honestly. Because I used to like to read a lot. Now I just do like audiobooks. That's how I get most of my reading done. Oh, uh, me too. Uh, all right, uh, Anthony, it's your turn to ask a question. To ask a question? Yes. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you asked a question. Ah, uh, it's how we do this, man. That's how we do this. That's right. <laughs> um. Hmm. 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 It it seems foreign when someone else is telling him. I know, right? <laughs> Brian, tell him to pick a pick a question. Brian, there's there's sample questions in the outline if you're having trouble thinking of one. Brian, yeah. Instead of your favorite obsession, what was the one thing like when you were a kid that like you really hated doing? Like you're like, oh my god, I can't, I can't fucking stand doing this thing. When I was a kid, what did I hate doing? Um, you know. I feel so dated in this episode because everyone else have very clear memories of when they were a kid, and I'm like. I'm thinking back 30 years. Um, I, I mean, we could just not. I mean, no, 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 no. It's back fine. We're getting to know too, each right? other, which I'm, means that the view, the listeners and viewers have to see me being old and trying to think back. Look, I'm going to um, be 36 this year. I'm thinking back 30 years myself. Okay. Well, in my childhood, I'm be 32. I, my, you know, let's get real. A lot of my childhood was a bit robbed because um when um when my parent when my mom remarried my stepdad was a bit abusive and i think it kind of put a bit i think it put me in a place where i pretty much hated everything except for the stuff i was interested in like i retreated um the it it's sort of like it's like asking me what i didn't like when i was a kid it's sort of like i didn't like that experience and I, I don't want to bring it down. I'm trying to get real here so we can actually talk about it. And I'm, I'm totally willing to talk about it if anybody has any questions. But yeah, the it was it was a tough time. Um, I was about to say honestly, Ryan, I, I, I have a very yeah no, I have I have the same problem as you. It's like I don't know why I asked this question because now I'm like, wait a minute, if I get asked this question, I'm gonna have a similar answer to you of like, and, uh, I just didn't like my childhood. And I made the, I could have come up with something, but I made the decision to answer it that way just because, you know, give the episode a little bit more substance. But I've, I, I have been processing all of that for a very long time. I'm not going to say I'm 100% okay because 
anybody who's been through experiences like that is not. Um, but I, um, there are things I value from that time. Um, but I mean, if I think just like a whiny kid not wanting to do stuff, I probably didn't, you know, I didn't like cleaning my room. I didn't like um, <laughs> doing I, chores. I defy you to find a kid that does. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's make it specific I mean, and I say don't foods, like my room. foods I hated when I was a kid that I still hate now mm. is egg salad. I can't handle any form of egg salad. It, I can't be around people when they eat it. Interesting. Is because it, how, how are you on just regular hard boiled eggs? Fine. That's so deviled weird. eggs are okay too. That's so weird. It's the mushed up. I, okay. I get it. That's just, it's weird. But the <laughs> smell and it's not that it smells bad. It's just that I smell it and I get this very clear image of what it's like to eat it. And it, I have to retreat. I'll start gagging. I can't handle egg salad at all. Um, I had an experience when I was a kid. My mom had made me lunch, um, and it was um, cream cheese on a cinnamon bagel, cinnamon raisin bagel. Unfortunately, I had the flu. Oh, no. And I I, I vomited. To this day, I can't handle the sight of a cinnamon raisin bagel. Oh, that's unfortunate. I've never, I, I haven't ever since then, I've never been able to eat a cinnamon raisin bagel let alone one with cream cheese on it because it brings back that experience and yeah. I immediately hurl. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, that that happened to me with split pea soup. Mm. I think oh. I I think that's a natural like thing for I think that's like a like a Yeah, it's a, it's a defense technique. If right, something because makes if you like, sick, you right, don't want to eat you, that again. Yeah, if a thing yeah. makes you sick, that's your body's way of saying like this is toxic and so yeah, it kind of like it's a defensive mechanism. Brain. I yeah. It's yeah. The same. It's the same. I don't like chocolate. It's the same way I don't like chocolate. Yeah, it's the reason I, why I can't drink Jaeger. I was mm. at a I was at a a friend of the family's house, and as the rambunctious little scamp I was, uh, rummaging through their cabinets in their bathroom, and I found a bar of chocolate, and I oh, ate no. the whole thing. Oh no! And it was not chocolate. Oh no! <laughs> and I was I very sick for several days. I see this oh, has become. No. I see this no. has become like a food thing. Um, so to this my, day, I don't like chocolate. Laxative? Do they even do laxative chocolate anymore? Yeah. Yeah, they still do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ate the whole thing. I had no idea. I was so sick. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, my 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 uh, my naughty food thing as a kid was um. So one time, um, speaking of like bad childhood things. So for my tenth birthday, I got like a hundred dollars. Um, and my. Ow parents asked for the hundred dollars to help pay for bills they said they were gonna pay me back um they did not use the money to pay for bills they used the money to buy beer because they were both alcoholics wow so i got really mad at them because i was like that's my money so i literally went in their room and i was like this is my beer and i drank a beer at like 10 years old and got pretty pretty violently wow. ill. Yeah. oh wow that's a great story <laughs> I mean, there's some sadness wow. in that story. A, a lot, but wow. Uh, uh, fun stuff, fun stuff. All right. Uh, Brian, your turn to David, ask a question. I think. David with his normal All right, like, this one is for the Christ. room. Can either Look, of you do any impressions? Yes. What? And well, do I, it. I, I, do all, I, I do several. I, they might not be very good, but I do. I, holy, really? Well, yes. There's, there's, oh, that's awesome. There's the, there's the Connery. Yes. Hello. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I like it. Uh, do Sean Connery if um, someone ransomware him and he can't get the butt plug out? Uh, hello, doctor. Yes, I've got a problem. 
<laughs> it's so good. Um, yes, I could do I could do um impressions, but not like people impressions. <laughs> so I do really good animal noises, and people at work are like always like amazed at how good I could do animal noises. All right, that's a skill. We I have to do, hear him. I can do a really good pig. Okay. Okay, this can this is this might get loud though. I'm gonna warn you right now. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Listeners, be careful. If you have earbuds in, I don't know, lower the volume. Okay. okay so here's my pig. Ready? That was pretty good. Oh, I don't think that even peaked. No, I know. I was doing that for dramatic effect. Yeah. Uh, that was no, good. That was, that was pretty good though. And then I can do an elephant. I mean Okay, cool. I wanna hear it. Yeah. Those are my no, I didn't. Oh, wait. Okay. Here's the animal. Here's the elephant. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very accurate elephant. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting to hear it, and I heard it, and it was still just as good. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. All right. Not what about bad. you, Brian? What, what do you got? Can you do impressions? Yeah. Oh, under pressure, it's hard. Uh, let me think. Um... I think I have to get in truth with the habits. Ooh, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's, it's hard to... Um, was it... Um, there was one that I did... So, in the movie Pet Cemetery, Fred Gwynn plays the old man, and he's like, the highway is taking a lot of those kids on that highway down there. Not but bad. when I do that impression, I sound like Christopher Walken. A little bit. Wow. Look, you no, it's the wrong tone. It's you really do it again. Good. It's I'm gonna really stab good. you in the face with a soldering iron. Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> stab you in the. I can't do it. I'll stab yeah. you in the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> um. I used to do Elmo. Elmo is bad. a common one. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm only three years old. The one I wish I you could do. You have to be careful um... with your language on this podcast. It's not for children. <laughs> you um... know, one time these ran these hackers got me with ransomware, <laughs> and I had to go to the doctor. <laughs> going to be a never-ending, ongoing joke. Mm. Here's a here's story about... The Elmo voice. I once sang Creep by Radiohead at karaoke. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you With the didn't. Elmo voice. I've heard this story before. And I oh hurt my, my vocal cords. I hurt my vocal cords, and I couldn't sing for about two weeks. Oh, oh that's no. Terrible. That's so because bad. It, because I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Holy shit. Oh, man. I mean, everybody can do a bad sorts of thing. Come on, that's right. Right. right here. Come on. I can't. I can't do Arnold. Bennett. Remember when I t- remember Sully when I told you I'd kill you last? I lied. <laughs> Commando. Oh yeah. Love that movie. That stupid, stupid movie. <laughs> oh, I saw a random clip for freaking Suburban Commando with Hope Kogan, and I haven't thought about that since I saw it when I was a kid. That's such a fun movie. I was frozen today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a pretty good um um you'll, Doc get, Brown. you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there. Doc Brown. Doc Brown, Doc yep. Brown. Um, Back to the future. What's his name? You'll get there. I don't think I will. I'm not going to help you. I, I can't remember. I don't his name know. Either. I don't. I honestly can't remember his name. <laughs> Emmett Brown. No, no, that's Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, Christopher Lloyd. That was really good. Audie. I I remember when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's the guy from Back to the Future, and I'm like, he can play other characters. That's cool. Mm. Have you guys ever seen Letter Kenny? Yes. Yes. 
Okay, I, let's see. Let's not a lot of it, but I've seen and watched the whole episode, though. I've only watched clips. Yeah, I've seen clips. I haven't watched the whole show. Wow, you guys need to watch the whole show. Yeah, I've okay. got other things on my plate. Me, me and my me and my partner, we've been watching it like we watch it constantly. We're up to season four now. Um, but here, I want to try to do this. I'm like, you're playing with butt, butt plugs with your buds the other day. That was pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Um, doesn't the character who plays Wade on that show play two characters on that show? Yeah, he plays as Shorzy. And, and then, then Shorzy is getting its own show. So he's wow. actually doing a spinoff. Oh, my God. With a different character. Off one of the characters. Fuck you, Shorzy. Wow, that's Fuck crazy. You, Give your nuts a tug. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm watching. Oh we're, we're watching The Time Traveler's Wife right now. Okay. Which was a surprise because it's it's the movie as a show. And it's written by Stephen Moffat. Ooh, the guy it's going to be good Doctor then. Who. Oh, it's good. It's good. It It's basically the movie, except they made it a little bit more book accurate. And the movie was pretty close already. Um, there's a couple of things that they didn't include in the movie because they thought it would up their rating a little bit. But they're not like crazy graphic. It's just, you know, something that they thought that they could get kids in the movie if they didn't include it. Um we're also watching. Uh, well, I'm watching Obi Wan and um, uh, see, I don't, Marvel. I don't do the weekly bullshit anymore. I'll wait for it to be out. And it's so short. It. It's only six episodes, so weekly's not that big of a eh, deal. I don't. I don't like I, waiting. I want to watch Our Flag Means Death. That's the one. I I've heard to. good things. It's yeah. I've heard the fantastic things. I really want to watch it. I'm really excited about um, Stranger Things coming back and yeah. doing the last two episodes. I like I, how they did that. I'm insanely behind on Stranger Things. I've only seen season one. Wow, you've got a lot of Stranger Things to watch. Um, season two has a reputation for not being good, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Season three is really exciting. Yeah. Season four is just as good as season one. Okay, good. I haven't I haven't even looked at season four yet. I've I've, I've seen like behind the scenes stuff, and I know. Uh, oh the, oh, trigger warning the... for you, David. There are some very horrific things in it. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, because they homage to horror movies very I've, strongly. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. It's one of the reasons I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> um, try find someone to watch it with is my yeah, suggestion. Pretty much. It's, it's yeah. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, getting to know David. If you don't know, David does not yes. do well with horror movies. I am not a horror movie fan. <laughs> I'm not a. I am not a, a, a adrenaline junkie much as it, if or anything. I don't really enjoy going on rides and stuff. I'm not a. I'm not a thrill seeker. That's oh that's my not gosh. my speed, man. <laughs> Speaking of adrenaline junkies, Brian, I learned something so cool this week. I was so excited. What I'm really learn? excited too. Anthony, why don't you share it with us? That's so awesome. Chili peppers, okay? Capsaicin oh, does no. not work. Does not work the way I thought it worked. Okay, how do you think capsaicin works? Um, it um hits the pain receptors and you triggers your nervous system to say, um, this is hot. Give me a minute. Okay, so it does not work that. Way. That's how I thought okay. it worked too. Okay, but it doesn't. I was watching an Adam Ragusia video on YouTube. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but he does a lot of like stuff about food and cooking. So the way hot food, the way capsaicin works is yes, it does trigger the like heat pain receptors, but not that way. What it does is it lowers the threshold of what those receptors consider to be hot. So you're actually so it's actually recognizing the heat in your mouth as being too hot. Oh, oh. 
Interesting. So it's literally your mouth is burning itself because the capsaicin has made the receptors think things that are like cooler are now hot. So it's like an enzymic reaction. Interesting. Yeah. That's why when you drink cold water, it really makes it feel better at first because you're literally lowering the core temperature of your mouth. Mm. How come that water kind of makes it worse, though? Is it because water can't dissolve the capsaicin? Well, it's probably because what's going on is, as I said, it's lowering the core temperature of your mouth. So what's probably happening is at first you're getting that like sense that sensation of, oh, this feels good um, because your mouth temperature is lowering. And then it's and then it goes back to being like, no, 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 this is fucking hot. Um, When I eat spicy food, I drink hot tea because I'm a bit of a masochist. Apparently, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. um, But I... I like my spicy food. So a lot of people who like spicy food, they go, oh, this hot, it's making me sniffle. It's making me cough a little bit. Or, you know, I feel intense. It's like an adrenaline thing. I like it when it makes my ears ring and makes me lightheaded. The fuck yeah. is wrong with you, Brian? <laughs> no, no, he's right though. If you eat food that's hot enough, you start to get, you start to get like almost like a high. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nope. awesome. The only thing I don't like is when it makes my stomach hurt, and then I have to yeah. induce vomiting because I'm curled up in the a ball on the floor and have to puke all over Mikey's bathroom. Ooh, that because was... that happened. Yeah, I was there. 100. I was there. I that remember. was that was pretty intense. <laughs> Brian, we're in the middle. Um, we're in the middle of playing a game. Brian just stands up, goes, "I'll be," and just keep walks away. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was pretty bad. See, well, I they hate... gave me a glass of apple cider vinegar, and I knew apple cider vinegar could help you feel better if you. I didn't know it induces vomiting mm. because I've used apple cider vinegar before, and it never made me puke. But apparently, I needed to. I have never liked vomiting, so anytime I've felt a need to vomit, I just kind of like, just hold that shit down. That's really vomit. strange. I've always enjoyed vomiting. Nope, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate I'm not vomiting a fan. With it, a the, the, the feeling of relief is something I really, really like. I'm not a fan. Because I'm miserable when I'm nauseous, and if oh, I no, puke, no, I'm not wrong. anymore. No, don't get me wrong. I like the, the feeling afterwards, the feeling of relief. I agree with you. That feels great. But the vomiting part is so terrible and so horrible, and I hate it so much that it's not worth the feeling of relief. I have never drank myself to the point of vomiting simply because I don't want to vomit. Hello, listeners. This is Super Vegan Brian interrupting this episode for a public apology to you for talking about vomiting on the podcast. <laughs> that is all you know we've talked about a lot worse <laughs> i don't know why that was so true i mean nobody went huh, into the microphone so. until you just <laughs> we we have a specific rule at my house of i deal with poop but leslie deals with vomit because i'm one of those people of like if i see or hear some vomit i will vomit yep i'm the same way i i will i'm easily triggered once once it begins and i am not a fan uh okay so we have time for one more go around uh let's see oh here we go who would win in a fight and why is it batman anthony wait between who what are you talking about who would win in a fight and why is it batman be batman in who um anyone the idea is Batman um, always wins because if you give Batman prep time, he just wins. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, um, okay, so yeah. So gonna... who would win in a fight, and why is it Batman? So you no, pick I'm... someone, fight him with Batman, and say but why Batman wins. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go with 
Batman versus Saitama from Wonder okay. Punch Man. Okay. I don't think Batman would win. I heavily disagree. I I think Saitama would win because it's specifically a satirical character, like a, a satirical character based on this idea of like of being able to get like super powered and beat the enemy no matter what and beat them very easily. So the well, fact that he's like a satirical character means that he pretty much always wins. Like he has like basically has like plot armor. Well, how Batman wins that fight is by doing. He convinces him not to fight. He like not, him not to fighting. Fight. Yeah, he still wins. Yeah, uh, yeah. Batman. I mean, he could. You give him prep time. That. He will figure out a way to overcome the challenge. Or he can make yeah. Saitama very bored. That would yeah. probably work. Just make yeah. Saitama very bored. Or he challenges him to play a video game, and he beats him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Batman wins. Yeah, I. I mean, I think in a if you if you if you narrowed it down to like a straight off fight, of course Saitama's going to win. It's a character that's designed to win every fight in one yeah, punch. The, the death battle guys even said the same thing. It doesn't matter yeah. who you put him up against. The fact that he's written that way as a, as that type of yeah. character is purely meant that he can't be right. Beat. Yeah. Like he has special plot powers that like, therefore it's beat. therefore you're comparing apples to grapefruits. Cause you and, can't. And yeah, Batman has the same plot armor where Batman goes through struggles he always wins. Overcomes. Yeah, he always prep. wins in the yeah. end. And, and it's always he has due to prep to be time. that person. And it's always due to prep. Oh, time. that's a good point. Yeah, Batman does have that like magical plot armor too. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, the man keeps a ring made of kryptonite on his belt just in case. Well, if you look in into every comic book crossover in the history <laughs> of crossovers, they just kind of they either wash the fights because they can't favoritize one side over the other, mm-hmm. or they just choose a side to kind of look like they're gonna win, and well, then have something because, else happen. What a well, twist! You know, like um, Superman beat the Hulk in the crossover because the Hulk was Professor Hulk at the time, and he wasn't that strong. And they did it that way because they knew fans would be like, "Well, he would have won if he was Savage Hulk." Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, hasn't it been like already proven like mathematically that the Hulk is the like strongest? Yeah, there's this show hero? on YouTube called Death Battle, the Screw Attack. Yeah, sponsored by Screw Attack. And uh, they go over all the math and figure out every all the stuff behind all these people's abilities. Actually, it's a very well researched show. I know I know Deadpool ranks pretty high too, simply because like basically he can break the fourth anyone that can break the fourth wall right. does not deserve to be in a fight with anyone who can't because that is an unfair advantage. That is an unfair advantage. No, but e- like basically any of the heroes that have like super amazing regenerative abilities. Uh, like tend to rank very high because it's just so you might beat them but they're gonna come back and they're because you can never just ever get rid of them well yes and no there are ways magic wasn't there like the only way that deadpool was actually killed was um, when somebody had to destroy the entire fucking universe something like that yeah yeah i i mean talking about like the death of characters it you know it always comes down to you either have the fun conversation where you go i think they'd win because of this and i think we'd be because of this or you have the other conversation it's whatever the writers want because it's not real pretty much <laughs> yeah I exactly mean, yeah, it's the show, doesn't the matter who's dead i guarantee you they'll be back <laughs> and that's one of the beauties of it's one of the the, the things that, that annoys me about comic books sometimes the thing that sometimes it's the best part about comic books it doesn't matter they'll, they'll be back um my fuck yeah moment of comic was um now i don't know specifics i don't know issues i just know i've read this so over the history of comics superman and um the flash had a bunch of races mm-hmm. and they were always like for charity or something and superman it was either a draw 
or a Superman 1. Years later in comics, there was a situation where the Flash was running really, really fast, and he was going to do something like change history or something, and Superman was chasing after him, and he was like, no, you can't do this, Barry. And he's like, you can't stop me, Clark. And he's like, um, and Clark goes, I've always beat you in races before. You're never, you're, um, you know how this is going to end. And Barry looks back and goes, Clark, those were for charity. And just goes, boom! <laughs> Super fast. <laughs> and leaves him completely in the dust. They ultimately finally answered oh, the question of who was fastest. Oh, that's good. I mean, and they're that's going good. like fast enough to go back in time. Yeah, I know. And- it's utterly ridiculous anyways, but oh my God, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> that's been for charity and <laughs> kicks it in overdrive. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Um, uh, I, I would like to talk about the flash after the podcast listeners. If I, I'm sorry, but I can't talk about that horrible thing that's going on. Um, if you feel free to, to email me or message me if you want to hear my point on it, but I have I, no idea what you're talking about. So. Yeah, I'll okay. tell you. I'll tell you after. I'll tell okay. you after. But there's, sure. there's a flash related thing going on right now. Okay. Um, okay. Fine. Fine. Uh. So. Uh, okay. Cool. So we're coming up on the end here. Yeah. Uh, wrapping up. Uh. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, I should probably put that in the outline so you know what to do, huh? Right. <laughs> uh well i i mean i finally fit okay so we finally got the repair bill back for fixing the extra-dimensional portal um how much was it do you really want me to tell you is it in u.s currency or is it no in, or is it going to give me a nosebleed when i hear the word because that <sighs> happened last time um what's a quatlu oh uh, because this bill i got is for six hundred and forty seven thousand quatlus i i don't know um is that like a is that like a grapple i don't know it's a q with four lines through it is i i googled quatlu and i got quaalude <laughs> i i that would have been a good joke it's like I, I feel like i could use a couple of quatlu right now oh god that's funny that's funny oh all right well uh, we don't have any guests to give us any plugs or anything so uh, uh... You know, we can just, you know, thanks everyone for joining us here at Nerd Podcast Radio. This has been an experiment. Uh, my name, I'm, I was your host, David Theobald III. No one else is making fun of my name. Uh, I was joined by Super Vegan Brian. The third. <laughs> yes. And Hindu Anthony, which unfortunately I... Goodbye, Buttercup. Oh, there he is. I'm back. Bye, bye everyone. Hey. I love you all. Bye. So as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Awesome. Cut him off, David. Right. We'll... Yeah.